Ignorance is the official language of Washington, D.C. I'm here to challenge you to a match. When it comes to standing up for the American people, I am ready to rumble. I think that we may need a wrestler in the White House. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Great American Bash. My name is Brandon Weatherby. My name is Chris Kelly. It is Thursday, March 19th, 2020 at 2 p.m. Eastern Time. Uh, We're on the road to WrestleMania, and boy, have we encountered some roadblocks. Uh, This episode might sound a little different than past episodes because even though Chris Kelly and I do live in the nation's capital, home of WWE Hall of Famer Donald Trump, uh, we are not recording together even though we are a few miles away. Why aren't we not recording together, Chris? Coronavirus. Coronavirus. Which is a nice, which is a nice thing to just scream out in a public park, um, <laughs> with no context. But I, I think everybody gets it. I think every all the listeners at home get what's going on. Um, there's, you know, there's a there's a global pandemic, and we're all figuring out how to make content uh, amid that. So, so here we are. Chris and I have been doing this for over four years now. Roughly uh, started Eight. this four years ago, uh, and on the road to uh, WrestleMania 2016, uh, on the road to the uh, 2016 SummerSlam, on the road to 2016 Survivor Series slash the general election. And due to a screw job, uh, we continue to do this podcast. Uh, We've had it on a few homes. We started on SoundCloud just trying to get these up. And then we moved over to WGN for a very, very long time. But unfortunately... Like most of Americans, we have been future endeavored <laughs> from WGN. WGN, home of, uh, I guess, the uh, home of Ring, um, Ring of Honor, if you go under that media umbrella, they have some new ownership, uh, and they gave us our future endeavors, and uh, we'd like to thank them for their years of hosting and their years of support. But uh, similar to Matt Hardy, just because you start somewhere doesn't mean you end somewhere. Uh, we'll get back to that. That's true. Chris, uh, how do you feel about our time under the sin? Whatever happened at WGN? I, uh, you know, I think that was a few years there of covering this. Um, you know, under one one rubric, our understanding that we went over in our book, the Donald how Trump turns presidential politics into pro wrestling, of looking at these issues, uh, and, and you know, we were looking at an in between uh, presidential election period, watching one ruling party and one ruling uh, authority figure. Uh, do what was best for business, um, but now we're kind of transitioning to a new period here. We've got a couple, you know, a couple different angles on it, um, both in the wrestling landscape and the presidential politics landscape. I was both very happy to be with WGN for as long as we were, and completely let down by WGN for as long as we were. Um, they had no idea what to do with us, and uh, I completely understand why. Uh, when we were brought on. Um, I really, really, really had a good relationship with their general manager. <laughs> this sounds like I'm making, <laughs> I'm like doing kayfabe William we were, Regal shit. But this is complete. This is a we shoot were, interview, we brother. Shooting. This I didn't is know shoot. we were doing shoot interviews. I really, network, really, really home. I don't know. liked WGN for um, what they did for my other shows, and I really liked Todd Manley, who was the general manager. <laughs> but <laughs> this is completely true. What do you got? Did he, got, did he get replaced by, by Seth McMahon or by Teddy Long? Bischoff. It doesn't make any sense. <laughs> but, um, yeah, they let. this is not a joke. They let go of Todd, and about six months later, they're like, "Here, we wish you best of luck on your future endeavors. <laughs> did they actually say best of luck in your future endeavors? Yes, did we they get did. we literally future endeavored? They, we were literally Amazing. future endeavored. 
amazing. It's perfectly but, fine. Uh, um, it, of yeah. any time for this to happen, this is the best time for it to happen. A good time to be a free agent because uh, we're all about to be free agents. Um, <laughs> because as the global economy shuts down, um, so let's you know let's enjoy wrestling while we can. Let's enjoy politics while we can. Um, you know, we've seen over the last. We can get right into it with the with the wrestling. Um, we already seen the effects of uh, coronavirus in. Uh, wrestling to an empty empty uh, arena. So, they brought back the empty arena match. Yeah, this is very, very interesting. This is not the first time WWE has done empty arena matches. Probably most famously was a Super Bowl halftime show of uh, Mankind versus The Rock. Is that correct? Yeah, that's correct. And then a few years ago, they did an NXT, I think it was a tag team match of like Gargano, Ciampa, Velveteen Dream, and, and Alistair Black or something to that effect. Is that correct? I, that sounds about right. Yeah, they've done it before, but never. It's been out of storyline or some promotional reason, like the Super Bowl halftime one during the heat of the the Attitude Era and the highest, you know, eyeballs on the product. You know, being able to kind of counter program against the uh, the 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 rest the the, the WrestleMania of, of sports. So um, now yeah, so they, the WrestleMania of sports, WrestleMania, is still happening. Unlike March Madness, it has not been canceled. Unlike the start of the baseball season, the f- end of the NHL or NBA season, they have not been canceled. They have not even been postponed. WrestleMania 36 is going to be at the <laughs> Performance Center in Orlando. Yeah, and it's actually unlike all these other sports leagues that are just not, you know, they don't follow the extreme rules, you know, and they, they, uh, they've been eliminated for the season. WrestleMania will actually be, uh, we don't, not in hours maybe, but it will be longer. It's going to be Saturday and Sunday from the Performance Center and potentially other locations uh, to be determined. Uh, hosted by um, uh, Gronkowski, Rob Gronkowski, a former... Uh, former teammate NFL of Aaron team. Hernandez. Yeah. Good guy. Nothing else in common with him, hopefully. Uh, big fan of Mojo Raleigh, his real-life friend. Um who's a WWE superstar, I guess. Uh, I mean, that's where his paychecks come from. Um, you know, you don't really see him on TV too much. That might change on the road to WrestleMania. But, yeah, so a WrestleMania with no fans in the audience. Um, as we've seen, I don't know if you've watched any of the of the product. Uh, it's, it's surreal. It's I love very it. very Lynchian. I yeah. love Hold on, it's stop. A- Before you say any more, on Friday right. night, John Cena made his triumphant return, probably the first time ever in the Performance Center. Uh, uh and Bray Wyatt had a mini showdown, and uh, a brave soul has added Twin Peaks music to it. So here is Bray Wyatt cutting a promo on John Cena with the aid of Angelo Badalamente. I started listening to him. <laughs> and they took my crooked little world, and they turned it into a majestic funhouse. <laughs> you broke me, John. He put me back together. And at WrestleMania, it's going to be a slaughter. You just don't know it yet. Let me enjoy. Yes, Lynchian yeah. is correct. Uh, WWE is doing something I find very, very smart. They did the same thing when I was watching Superstars as a kid. Um, they're showing 
actually really good matches in ring matches like Friday night it was Cesaro versus Daniel Bryan I have no idea why it was so short it was really good uh, the, earlier this week was Andrade versus Rey Mysterio that was very good also too short and then they're just intersplacing old pay-per-view matches yeah uh, it's you know a good way to use all that content and fill up the hours that they're contractually obligated to um, but also you know I've seen uh, I saw a tweet online that you know, you would appreciate is that, you know, how close we are to finding out the worst part of wrestling has been the matches all along. Mm-hmm. Um, as someone who doesn't, who likes all the promos and all the, the storytelling and the backstage segments more than the wrestling, has this been your favorite period, a uh, short, small sample size? Has this been your favorite period of wrestling? In the modern era, yes, 100%. Um, my biggest letdown of this has nothing to do with uh, WWE or AEW proper and everything to do with Fox. It's not their fault. Um, I'm super fascinated to hear, to watch WWE backstage that uh, the show CM Punk is on occasionally. Clearly, right. I'm really into him, and I like Renee Young a bit, and we're sort of dropping almost all of kayfabe. Um, Triple H was really really good on Mike kind of shooting at certain points on Friday night that's weird that shouldn't be if CM Punk was in this equation who is now tweeting about WWE because he's getting paid by Fox to do it and saying Wrestlemania has to be in an empty arena so people don't boo Roman for the billionth time that's (laughs) interesting to me this is a fascinating time it's a great time for some work shoots some shoots some uh yeah, shooting works. Yeah, but uh, we are—they are the WWE at least missing out on that. I think AEW, which I know you don't watch as much, but I think they've—they've they've taken advantage of this uh, empty arena um, setup the best. They did a show last night in in an arena owned by, I believe, in a facility owned by Jacksonville, but run by the Khan family, who owns the uh, AEW, um, and they kind of did a great twist that I really appreciated because it's not. They kind of go in the other way, where everything's kayfabe. Um, instead of being an entirely empty arena, both sides of the ring, each side of the ring had faces and heels, congregating, watching the matches, jeering, betting on the action, getting in the faces of, uh, or getting involved in the matches. And I thought it was, a, it was a fascinating way of how you can still have that fan interaction and they're, they're still performing for someone instead of just, you know, mugging for a crowd that's not there. That's the other clip that's been going around um, is the Stone Cold doing his chants and expecting a rapturous response from the audience and only getting um, Byron, who got stunned for his efforts. So, I mean, I think AEW has done a really good job of, like, this is how it's going to be for now. I think that both shows are giving, are delivering way better than anyone thought. Yeah, definitely, and I think they're they're in their wheelhouse of what what they can do. Um, AEW has been careful to say next time on Dynamite, um, they're taking it very much week by week. They are not building up to uh, the WrestleMania of sports entertainment. You know, they are they just had their big pay per view. They're just doing regular TV right now. You know, once a week, um, and you know they have a little flexibility, like I said, with a venue. But you know, you don't at a certain point. You know, I did see some kind of concern trolling about this from. I don't know if you saw any of this from Ryan Satine, who's uh, he works at one of the dirt sheets, but he also works on backstage. So he's kind of like getting paid by WWE to, to mm-hmm. criticize AEW. But he was saying it's crazy. They're still doing matches. They're going to do a lumberjack match next time when people are supposed to be six feet apart. And, you know, I think those are reasonable concerns. I think if they're doing their testing and do, due diligence, I think 
as independent contractors, wrestlers are going to wrestle. Um, so I mean, I, but well, I do hold on, appreciate hold on, that they stop. are taking it hold week on. to week. Calm down, pump the brakes on that independent contractor thought. That's important. We interviewed Tony Khan at the inaugural AEW Dynamite at the Capital One Arena, and yes, there are independent contractors within AEW, but unlike WWE, the majority of the main stable is fully insured and not independent contractors. They are employees of AEW slash TNT. That is that is true. That's a good point. Yeah. So what are the, what is the company's responsibility to its employees as as most companies? And as we said, almost all all legitimate sports that aren't fake uh, have shut down for the safety of of their employees and their their athletes and their and their fans. No, I almost so tweeted be, this yeah. a few days ago, probably uh, Friday night during SmackDown, and I should have just texted it to you. And I don't know if this has already made the rounds on Twitter, but is it fair to say all the coronavirus tests for professional wrestlers aren't fake? The outcomes are just predetermined. Yeah, that's a very that's very niche, but that's what this podcast is for. Um, is that hack though? Is that yeah, like a hacky, shitty wrestling's fake comment, or is that just boring? I can't tell. I, you know, we're we're so through the, the the looking glass here. It is it is pretty tough to tell. Uh, but yeah, no, I mean, there's I, I don't know. Are wrestlers getting uh, you know the test as easily as a legitimate athlete? Is anybody actually getting tested? We don't know, and that's the kind of. The, the closed door, smoky room part of wrestling that we still don't know, you know, even with increased, you know, uh, the, the the end of kayfabe, we, we still don't know these basic things. So it'll be, I think it'll be fascinating to see what, uh, it, you know, it looks like even the, you know, WWE did basically a an NXT clip show yesterday. I think there's, I'm curious as we move forward, if they're going to still make people wrestle, um, you know, on the road to WrestleMania, which is just, you know, what were we two weeks away? I think you know, yeah, April two weeks away. So I mean, it's they they can fill a few shows, the clip shows, and and highlights and uh, in studio stuff without pe- putting you know keeping people six feet apart. You know, dynamites in a precarious place. They have to fill you know two hours of TV a week, and they don't have a this extensive library to to rely on. So I'd be curious. What hold they, on, hold what on, they do stop. They go really quick. Who owns yeah. the broken gimmick? Because Matt Hardy has now is back. Uh, was a free agent yeah. for a minute, back on TV under the AEW umbrella now, broken yet again. Sure. Arguably, I'd say the second best talker in uh, in wrestling currently. Uh, number one being Jericho. I'd say number three is sure, Kevin Owens. Yeah, is that fair? Yeah, that's okay. fair. I was, I, so, so the broken gimmick, this, the, the distinction is the broken gimmick belongs to Matt. That's why he's able to, he's done it in every promotion. Okay. Um, the footage from the original... Uh, deletion stuff, I'm sure, belongs to TNA, uh, Impact, whatever they're called. Um, but I, but yeah, I think that his ability, like they do with being the elite, like they did with um, his, he did a short-lived YouTube series in between uh, WWE and and his AEW stint. Uh, yeah, I think that's going to be a big part of the content. Will be let's shoot stuff, you know, that I can do on my compound with Vanguard One and not put anyone at risk. There was already there was also a segment on. Uh, AEW that already looked like they were shooting down there, if not using Hardy. I don't know if you saw any of this, but um, Jake the Snake is back in AEW yeah. as a manager. He brought he cut an amazing promo a few weeks ago. Uh, he brought in as a his his ward is uh, Lance Archer, a uh, big man from New Japan Wrestling, um, and they had a they had an on location segment, uh, film multi cam thing, uh, or I guess single cam, where. 
Did you see this? By any no, chance? I have not. Okay, so I'll try to describe it in detail for the listeners, uh, audio medium. Um, it started out with like the, the dingiest backyard wrestling ring, kind of in the looks like in a bayou on a field. It could be North Carolina, it could be the Hardy compound. There's a little person as the ring announcer. He might have been wearing a top hat. The ring is surrounded by a rogues gallery of the worst local wrestler trainees you've ever seen. And uh, they're all going to take a shot at the big man. And he just destroys all these jobbers in this ring. Uh, someone else comes out of attack. He smashes them into the hood of a car a few times. Um, and Jake the Snake sits there watching and uh, approving. And, uh, and that was the segment, uh, just to show that Lance Arch is a badass who can kill jobbers, I guess. But, um, yeah, I mean, I think they're going to they're gonna resort to doing stuff like that, filming in things that are not, you know, sweating and breathing on people uh, in collar and elbow tie-ups. So I think, there's, I think AEW has, because of the creatives they have and the way that they've been able to think out of the box, they, they might actually be able to fill two hours a little better. I mean, they've done the sit-down interviews. I know you've appreciated as much as me. Having someone like good old JR to do a, a long-form sit-down with someone and get their true story and really get the character over, I think, could be a way uh, for them to fill some hours. And if the reason, the way the Attitude Era kicked off, the reason that "quote unquote" Golden Age of wrestling kicked off was Vince McMahon doing a direct to camera, saying we're cutting all the bullshit, and then the next night having him interviewed by Jim Ross about how he's a bad dude. This is going to be good for everyone that knows how to tell a story, right? And for AW, that's consistently over since we saw them. Uh, at the inaugural Dynamite, I think it's told really good stories, interesting stories, and you know, classic wrestling stuff. Messing with the form, knowing to when to bail on a bad story. Uh, WWE has kind of lost some of that that magic over the last few years. So it'll be interesting to see if they can kind of under. Vince has also always been good in a crunch, and that's when you know when things like this happen. There was that the, the blizzard a few years ago where they had to do raw from the from the offices. I mean, you know, under pressure, uh, Vince has done his best work. Attitude Era is the proof of that, uh, for better or worse. If you like which direction he went, but. You know, and that's what, you know, as fans of, of pro wrestling, you kind of hoped AEW would do, would be, be this pressure on WWE to kind of break some of their bad habits. So, I mean, we'll see if, if AEW didn't do it. Let's see if a global pandemic will. I'm convinced that this is going to be a net positive for wrestling, even though the majority of uh, wrestling viewers are in the high at-risk market for coronavirus. Yes. Uh, I think, uh, and I think as far as providing entertainment, when legitimate sports have canceled i think at this time when people are going to be in their houses for a while i mean i think there's a there's a societal value on what wrestling provides uh and i mean this is an opportunity people put around looking for that that uh wednesday night nba game and they're finding cody rhodes and the young bucks instead um you know it could be interesting to see if this uh kind of puts the wind back in the sails of, of wrestling at large you mentioned Cody Rhodes and the Young Bucks. Uh, speaking of not Young Bucks, uh, let's focus on the DNC. Uh, Joe Biden uh, had another three victories on Tuesday night. I'd say his nomination is all but inevitable. Uh, every day I wake up, there seems to be rumblings of Bernie dropping out of the race. Um, how do you feel about this? So, you know, as as we're watching it develop over the last few months, we had, you know, the last time we talked, it was a much fuller field. And in the interim, uh it had winnowed down just to two old white guys to take on another old white guy. Um, feels very much like WrestleMania booking, where you bring back your, your old white guy from, from years past. Uh, but, we'll, you know, I think uh, the, 
at some point. You know, it's been clear. I think since 2016, I think the 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 people who were breaking kayfabe about the DNC saying, "Oh, they're not they're not rigging it for Hillary. They they don't you know they don't care for any wins." I think this time around, I think we've seen what happens when there's it's a coordinated effort. It's not conspiracy. I mean, you had basically every major figure in the party, you know, except for you know Barack Obama doing it out loud. But you had once everyone kind of dropped out and endorsed or decided not to endorse in the case of Elizabeth Warren, um, you see what a concerted effort when you've got, when someone's got the pencil. And in this case, the pencil belongs to the DNC and Biden is their guy. Uh, he's, you know, he's a, he's a good hand. All right. He's been working there for a long time and uh, that's the way they want to go. Um, it's like when WWE says, you know what, we've got Bray Wyatt. We built him up for a year as the fiend. Uh, let's go to Saudi Arabia and have, Bill, a 50-year-old Bill Goldberg, you know, apprentice candidate Bill Goldberg, uh, just take the belt off him, kind of uh, just throw that story in the garbage because it's the, you know, the devil you know. And I think okay, that's so what the DNC has done with, with Biden. Since we last spoke, I, uh, since we last spoke on the podcast, I tweeted out that Warren is Becky Lynch, Biden is The Undertaker, and Bernie is Goldberg. What do okay. you think of I, those I want three? You to blow the, I want you to blow that out because, I, as you said, you know, I think we do disagree if Goldberg is, in my case, I think Goldberg is the old, the older guy who's had some success previously who you bring back because you don't have a faith in, in the current product. Let's say that WWE is the DNC. Warren is Becky Lynch sure. because she is the man. She actually is the future, but... No matter what, you're still not. You had you might headline WrestleMania once. You might get that early bounce in the polls, but like this is still Roman's company. We'll put you on the cereal box, but we're also putting Big Show on the cereal box. Let's pump the brakes, okay? We're gonna try to package That's you as Stone Cold. That's Becky Lynch. That's Elizabeth Warren. And I, and I think the Warren thing, as we've seen, I think the people who like me, as you know, as a as a shoot progressive, hoping that Warren would kind of do kind of align with the, the candidate that had most in common with her politically and policy-wise and not just the one, and not and, and not abstain to kind of keep her hands clean. Kind of like Becky a few weeks ago, and she's coming out in some kind of subpar Conor McGregor gimmick, kind of losing focus of what made Becky Lynch as the man kind of the, the best uh, character in wrestling for, for a, a, over a year. Um, but, you know, it, there's, always, there's always a chance that they get back to what kind of what brought them to the dance. Um, but yeah, I'm fine with, with Elizabeth Warren as, as Becky Lynch. And as the, it's clear the company is not going to put, uh, put her as their, their top guy. Okay. Biden is the undertaker because there's way too many eras of Biden. There are way too many eras of the undertaker. There's that now infamous picture of Joe Biden hanging out with the bikers and the ladies. That's, uh, when yeah. that's biker taker. Uh, I think it's fair to say, um, Biden is past his prime. I think it's fair to say Undertaker is past his prime. I think it's fair to say yeah. that Biden still gets a huge pop, and I think it's more than fair to say Undertaker gets a huge pop. And every all of the Saudis love them both. Yes, I think on that last point we have to agree. Um, yeah, I think that the that the Undertaker uh, just won't die. Um, uh, you yeah. know, I think that's that's what we're looking at with 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 uh, Biden. I mean. What is your argument for Bernie is Goldberg? Bernie is Goldberg because, number one, they're both Jewish. Number two, they're both old. And number three, Goldberg was never really a WWE wrestler. Like, yes, he was, but, like, he's a WCW guy. More important than that, like, he's a football guy. Uh, Bernie is not really a Democrat. 
yes, he's cock like he caucuses with them, and he's in the sure, sure. tried to get the nomination twice, but he's not. And what do they do when all of the ideas are good, but they just don't have anybody young that could actually execute them? They bring back Goldberg. They bring back Bernie. That's it. That's I, there's an argument there. I do like that. Uh, yeah, I think the, the the I don't think any of those when you put those up against you know if you were doing some fantasy booking. If you're putting any of those three up against the Donald, I think that's that's still the issue. Is that none are, uh, for one reason or another, none of them can really really uh, take him on. I think uh, I think Bernie. There was like a the more uh, chaotic uh, outcome with that. So there maybe there's more, but otherwise, I think you're looking at a repeat of 2016. So you're now on March. 20th 2020 sorry March 19th 2020 um, we have a long way to go on the road to Survivor Series 2020 uh, you're still putting your money on WWE Hall of Famer Donald Trump yeah that's got to be the smart call right um, I don't know man he's about po- all yeah. I'm saying is uh, your- let's refer to the coronavirus as the fiend right I think it's fair okay. to say that the fiend dominated wrestling storytelling for like the past nine months and it was all about the fiend right correct and then for reasons i really don't understand uh they 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 took the belt away from the fiend and then uh and now they're sort of trying to course correct by having the fiend take on uh the most important wrestler of the last decade maybe two decades which is john cena at wrestlemania right Right. okay so if the fiend is the coronavirus this is going to dominate everything for the next nine months. And right. I think the election is going to have way more to do with how WWE Hall of Famer Donald Trump handles a global pandemic than anything else. Sure. And I think that's a big thing, but I think what will end up happening because, um, you know, the, the Democrats, as, the, as we've seen when they have the pencil, it doesn't always work out. Uh, I think if, if the politically, if they get outflanked on it, Everybody gets a universal basic income while the fiend is on top. If uh, Trump kind of recommends some form of universal health care and Biden wants to do the same thing he did to Bernie and say, how are you going to pay for it? I think they're going to get outflanked from their base. It's kind of like what AEW's done. They've, they, you know, WWE was the top sports entertainment company a long time ago. They, they were a wrestling company, and they did that really well for a long time. And when they lost sight of that, it leaves room for someone to come around and and uh, do your gimmick better. So you're saying not because of a global pandemic, the the right might go so far, the snake might eat its tail, and Jake the Snake Roberts might appear. Yeah, in AEW. Damien, Damien, the ta- yeah, the snake will eat its tail and end up in AEW. I think. No, we're but on seriously, the same page like if 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 the Donald, if the right, yeah. takes all of those positions like universal basic income, um, universal health care, due to a global pandemic. I, I think it's going to be difficult to prove you wrong, and I do think he's got a lock. I I would love for that to happen. I don't think it will, though. Sure. I think there's going to be – I think what you're seeing already – I mean, maybe it won't come as far as the health care. Let's see how bad things get. But I think we've already seen Republicans saying – even, you know, Mitt Romney, you know, uh, people who are kind of – are the independents kind of sometimes in their party when it's convenient, um, saying let's, get, let's send some checks out because, uh, you know, they're investing in keeping things – as as status quo as possible. So if that's sure. what does it, if it's just some cash in people's hands, let's do it. You have Democrats um, showing 
the the spine of Damien the Snake and and saying maybe we can do some low interest loans. Maybe we can uh, give five hundred dollars a month for a family of four. You know, just these these policies that seem so dead in the water. You're like, who's who's uh, who's spending nine ninety nine a month or who's getting the pay per view uh, for four more years of this shit? So. Um, yeah, no, I think there is there is room for the for the the Donald to get close to the fulfilling your prophecy of a twelve year presidency. I said it on November 9th, and I'm going to say it again on March nineteenth. Three terms, and only because he doesn't even want to do a fourth. Yeah, or you know, the the human body has its limits. I mean, just look at those Undertaker matches in Saudi Arabia. 